Welcome in to Prep Sports Tonight. Thank you for being with us here this evening, here for the next half hour. Before Vol Calls will take over at 8 o'clock, my name is Josh Ward alongside Jesse Smithy, 5starpreps.com. As Jesse, it is hard to believe we are heading into week four of the high school football season. Indeed, very much hard to believe. And it's crazy to think that after this Friday night, one-fourth of the entire football season will be done. That's including the playoffs all the way through the the Blue Cross Bowls. I still want to call them Clinic Bowls sometimes, even though I haven't been called that in 20 years. That's what it was called when I was in, the, in the high school. But it is week four, the week of rivalry games. I say the week of rivalry games because I can't say rivalry week consecutively. Rivalry a ton- is a tough word. Yeah. And, and then when you can, you follow it with week, then it makes it really difficult to say. Either way, Maryville Alcoa Battle of Pistol Creek is this Thursday night. It'll be the TV game. You got Fulton Austin East this week. You got West and Jefferson County, who are both three and O, Farragut Oak Ridge. It's a monster week, and what better way to kick off the show than to have Maryville head coach Derek Hunt on the program? We had Gary Rankin on last year during this week to preview the game, so we welcome in Derek. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. And uh, how's practicing practice going this week for you guys so far? Yeah, hey guys, thanks for having me on. It's a it's been a hot week, that's for sure. It's been good, you know. Obviously, you don't have to get your guys to to get ready for Alcoa. It's, it kind of speaks for itself. And obviously, like like you were talking about, Jesse, rivalry, a, a week of rivalry. How about that? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I got you thinking no, about it now. It's uh, in your head. <laughs> yeah, it's in my head now. No, but it's a uh, it's been a fun week, and you know, it's I'm obviously biased, but I think this is is probably the greatest rivalry in the state and um you know it's a lot of fun i say it's it's one of the best rivalries in the state obviously because there's 33 combined state championships alcoa was 17 maryville was 16 and there's so much history i think this is the 91st meeting between the two programs you grew up in it to 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 play in it as a player and then to coach in it as a coach what's the difference if any yeah i mean they're both really, you know, it's a lot of fun. And, and I don't know if there is much of a difference. Obviously, I remember I get nervous for every game, but, but this one was, was certainly probably a little bit more. And it's definitely special as a player. I grew up going and watching Maryville Alcoa games. The first one that I, that I remember going to, you know, was the year 2000 when Maryville started out 0-4 and, and Alcoa beat Maryville that year. I think it was like 28-7 to or something like that. And, and then Maryville reeled off what 11 wins in a row and one right. state championship so so that's the first one i really remember and uh and then obviously every year after that so it's just a it's just an awesome game to play in i'm really excited for our kids and and you know i hope we don't take it for granted because there's not a lot of high schools that get to play in a game like this i mean you're talking thousands of people there and and obviously a tv game this week so it's just a whole lot of fun and i don't want to take this opportunity or i hope our kids don't take it for granted you look back at last year's game it was so emotion packed and alcohol wins and it was just total chaos on the field afterwards this game meant so much to that community as well and do you as a marvel coach do you go back and kind of rehash that game in terms of preparation for this time or do you flush it and only focus on what you see on film in 2019 yeah, I mean it's definitely something that we go. I, you know, I, I tend to go back through last year's game for about everybody that we play. You know, just to try to remember some things that that we, you know, should have done better and some things that maybe worked. And so I think 
I think a lot of a lot of coaches do that. So sure, we go back and rehash it, just like you said. And uh, but I think I think more importantly, you're looking at you know, what have we done so far this year? What can we improve on? What do they, you know, what what do they do that's different? What are their strengths and weaknesses? Because that changes each year. So I think a little of both is something that that we'll look at. We're talking to Maryville coach Derek Hunt right here on Prep Sports tonight. What have you learned about your team? Uh, what, what do you like? What do you need to work on that you've figured out the last few weeks? Yeah, well, I really like where this team's at. You know, we've got a lot of great senior leadership. You know, and I, we this this has been a bigger class for us, you know, since they came in as freshmen, and, and it's one that we've been really excited about, and they do such a great job leading themselves, you know, and, and – taking care of things that they take that they should take care of as seniors you know and so that's something that we've been real excited about and they've done a great job and you know we had we had quite a bit coming back on the offensive side of the ball going into this going into the year and we were replacing I think seven starters on the defensive side of the ball and so you know one of the things that I'm most excited about is you know the improvement that our defense has made throughout the preseason you know but that that being said we haven't we haven't we haven't played anybody yet with, with the caliber you know, of, of skill and talent and, and uh, that Alcoa has, you know. So I think it'll be a great test for us on both sides of the ball. And, you know, this is certainly – I think I think it's probably the best Alcoa team that I've ever seen since I've been at Maryville, you know. And that's obviously uh, – I'm sure there's there's some people that have seen a lot more Alcoa teams than me that would disagree. They might. I don't know. But, uh, but for me, I think this is the best one I've ever seen. There's just no – there's no weaknesses, you know. They're they're big, they're physical, and and they have great skill players on both sides of the ball. And so, you know, it's going to be a great test for us tomorrow night. Derek T. Hodge, uh, your running back, senior running back of Tennessee commitment, was kind of thrust into the spotlight this past Friday night with a ankle injury. And I know I've seen a couple different reports here and there about his progression this week. He's a senior. I know he doesn't want to miss this game. Is he close to playing, or can you give us any kind of update the night before? Sure. I mean, it's 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 actually it's a turf toe deal and oh, okay. it's the same thing that that he dealt with last year. Um, I don't think it's near as bad as it was last year. It lingered. It, I think he missed about a game and a half last year, and and it, it's nothing like it was last year. You know, so he, you know, it's going to be. It really will be a matter of of how he feels tomorrow night. You know, he's he's done a great job of taking care of his body all off season and into this preseason. So it was just kind of a freak deal almost a fluke, unlucky type thing. And so, um, you know, we'll see tomorrow night. You know, he, he practiced today and and, uh, and has kind of in a limited role all week. And, you know, obviously we're going to take care of T, and this is a big game, and and it means a lot to a lot of people. But at the same time, we got to be smart about not sacrificing, you know, the rest of the year as well. So, um, so yeah, we'll see how he feels tomorrow and, and just kind of play it by ear. When you look at your wide receiving core and, and how it's kind of rounded into form this year, we got to see Ashton Maples. I remember, I guess, seeing him against Ensworth in a preseason scrimmage two years ago uh, before the 2018 season and seeing his frame and his athleticism and going, wow, this kid could be special. Fast forward to this year, he's averaging 30 yards per catch. Um, you, you factor him in with A.J. Davis and, and who the rest of your guys. How special is this wide receiving core? Well, that really is special, you know. They got obviously AJ Davis, and then Ashton has had an unbelievable. Ashton had a great off season. I mean, in spring practice, you know, he it's almost like he knew he was the guy, you know, and he practiced like that. And I thought he, I think he's played like that so far this year. And so, I've just been really proud of how 
you know, he's kind of grown into, you know, the receiver that he is right now. And, and he works so hard. I mean, he's always trying to improve his game. And, and, uh, and then there's also Brody Sloan. I think that he can sometimes be overshadowed a little bit just because of P and Ashton and AJ and Kate, you know, and those guys. But he does such a great job, too, and is the ultimate team guy. I mean, he works so hard in practice and just wants to win. He'll do whatever it takes. And so, yeah, I'm with you, Jesse. I think this is one of the better receiving receiving corps that we've had at Maryville in, in quite some time, and and uh, we're very fortunate to have them. And, but, but those guys work really hard, and I think it's, uh, you know, they, they've deserved it. We're talking to Maryville coach Derek Hunt right here on Prep Sports Tonight. What about on the, the defensive side, and what do you guys have to do on that side of the ball against what Alcoa presents? Well, and they're they're coached so well, and you know, Coach Sweetland, their their offensive coordinator, does a great job, and and they've got a great staff over there on both sides of the ball. But they they do such a great job of scheming you up and and giving their kids a chance to be successful. And so, you know, we I think the, the last year's game, they they hit some big plays on us in some in some you know big moments in the game, and that's and I think you know we had a couple chances that. Uh, to get back in it late and had the ball twice down six, you know, so we score, obviously we'd have a chance to win it. And, uh, but they had a big, you know, a big third down play there towards the end of the game. Um, and hit a running back out of the backfield, which, which kind of put the game on ice a little bit. And, um, we got it back, I think with under a minute to go, but, but they had some big plays, you know, and, and were able to, you know, control the momentum of the game pretty much. And so, Obviously, this year going into it, you know, we'd like to limit big plays and, and you know, make them punt. You know, that's, that's the name of the game. So, I think uh, our defensive staff does a great job. They, uh, they, they have really done an outstanding job this preseason and on into early, early into the season getting some of our inexperienced kids ready to go, you know. And so, uh, you know, I say inexperienced. We've played a lot of kids, you know, the last few years. You know, we've got plenty of kids that I call the Maryville kid that, you know, that that maybe didn't play much as a sophomore or junior, but he's waited his turn, worked really hard each offseason, you know, and they're seniors now, and, and here they go, and they're having great senior seasons. And we've got quite a few of those kids on our defense. And so I think that's a lot, another reason why we've been able to have some success early, even though we don't have a lot of starters returning. So much was made of your quarterback situation this preseason with Braden Carnes transferring to, to Greenback. He was a young man that split snaps with Cade Chambers this year's solo starter. How has Cade Chambers handled everything through three games this season being the lead guy? Yeah, Cade's been awesome. He he is um, you know, probably the most coachable kid I've ever been fortunate enough to be around and, and he is an awesome kid, very respectful. And he's been through a lot, you know. He had he had a he had two surgeries on his non-throwing shoulder, um, and it broke a collarbone. This is early in his high school career, and battled back. I honestly didn't know if he would play quarterback ever again. And and he has worked really hard, you know, on his throwing motion and and to try to get stronger and to try to stay healthy. And you know, I'm just really I couldn't be I couldn't be prouder of him. And you know, Maribel is really lucky to have him as a quarterback of our team, and he's a great leader. He is one of those that he really cares. He cares about the people on his team, and then he cares, you know, how he performs, obviously. And so uh, we're, we're very fortunate to have him as, a, as our senior quarterback, and he's done a great job 
you know, handling all the drama that, that, that we've been through. And, and so, uh, I'm just really excited for him to get to play in this game and then to be the guy and, you know, and, and I know he'll, he'll do great. It doesn't get much better than Maryville and Alcoa. Uh, Coach, thanks so much for taking some time to join us to talk about it tonight. Good luck as you get ready tomorrow night and uh, as you move forward the rest of the season as well. Thanks for the time uh, here on Prep Sports tonight. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Derek. Derek Hunt, the head coach there at Maryville High School. This community is fired up for this. They're up for our South College student section of the week on our website. Over 40,000 votes combined between those two fan bases right now. Wow. I've seen stuff on social media it's going to be an unbelievable atmosphere tomorrow night. Cannot wait. We'll talk about the other games coming up for week four of the high school football season with Jesse Smithy of FiveStarPreps.com. I'm Josh Ward. You're listening to FM 99.1, the sports animal. 99.1, the sports animal. Just because your workday is boring doesn't mean your radio station has to be. Back on Prep Sports tonight, we will have vol calls for you at 8 o'clock as they get ready for the Tennessee versus Chattanooga game on Saturday. They will be at Calhoun's on the River as we continue to look to the uh, fourth week of the high school football season. Jesse Smithy of FiveStarPreps.com is here. I'm Josh Ward. And uh, Alco Maryville is a battle of your top two teams in the Five Star Preps top 15. Catholic is number Three thoughts on uh, on Catholic now after three weeks. I thought they showed well in their first Division II AAA game uh, at Innsworth. That's their second consecutive long road trip in a row. Went down there, took an early lead, fell down at halftime. I thought Jancic at quarterback played a really good game. He's running the ball an awful lot. He leads the team in rushing this year. He leads the team in rushing touchdowns. He's a big 6'3", 6'4", frame, and when he runs, he's an easy target. Now, he's a good runner. But still, uh, if I'm Caden Buckles or if I'm Caden Martin, the backup quarterbacks, they need to be ready at all times. This is a long, grueling season with a lot of big-time opponents still left on that uh, on that uh, schedule. So Catholic just lost 33-28, uh, showed a little fight there late in the game to try to rally and come back. So I think they don't believe in moral victories, but if you look at the quotes in our story from guys like Tyler Barron and Cooper Mays, they know the the mistakes that they made that led to that loss are fixable, and they should have beaten Innsworth. Yeah, an off week, so I'm sure that Steve Matthews is going to spend has spent this week and next week trying to clean that up. Yeah, absolutely. Just some penalties, some some turnovers, and again, all fixable mistakes with a with a, a veteran group. What do you think about West now three and zero? Yeah, it's I, I don't want to call them a surprise team because they were in our our top ten uh, entering this season, but how they won in, in such dominant fashion and the players like Baker Dance and Isaiah Mattress who have taken noticeable steps in their careers as uh, juniors now, um, I think is maybe they've kind of exceeded expectations. So not surprising, but just kind of exceeded expectations so far and will be favored to win this game against Jefferson County. They should out-athlete out Jefferson County, more speed. Uh, so a really good chance to to get a quality win over a big 6A football team and they've beaten 6a football teams before already this year so look out for west when is the last time austin east and fulton were playing in a non-ranked jesse no, smith oh man it's been a while and uh, i think fulton is zero and three for the first time since 2011 and i feel bad for a guy like tommy sweat 
Tommy Sweat, the quarterback at Fulton High School, who's playing playing as, as well as he can, but he's down two starters on the offensive line. His best skill player is out. He's got a lot of newcomers around him, and he knows that he can't get hurt, and he also knows that he has to play defense as well. So watching him compete against Powell and South Doyle, he's playing his guts out. I watched him get tackled on a quarterback run out onto the track at Fulton, brush off the the gravel on him, get back up, and go out there and play defense. So it's been a hard start to the season for for a team like Fulton, 0-3, but what better way to try to right the ship than to, to knock off your rival? And it's not like Austin East has been playing that great either. Yeah, what do you think on the Austin East side? Well, they did. They finally put some points on the board, and you see if they can parlay that into some momentum. They've done that in previous seasons under under Jeff Phillips, kind of have a rough spell or a rough patch, and you know they put some points on the board, and all of a sudden everybody's confidence just goes through the roof. And the same applies for them. What better way to, to steamroll this, to snowball this, uh, than to beat Fulton and, and get back to square uh, get back to even, get at two and two, and and see what you can do the rest of the way. Now you have a central team; it has not lost in a while. It's getting ready for Hardin Valley. Yeah, and it's still kind of flying under the radar as a program, even though they've they've played in state championships, they've won state championships. They're still kind of right there on everybody's peripheral in terms of a top five team. Uh, they're they're getting first place votes in the state AP poll. I think you've heard my my opinions on that. I've heard it. <laughs> so uh, they're a team that's been uh, great at times. There's been a team that's almost lost to Fulton and had to rally to win 13 and 12. And so I think what Bryson Rosser is looking for right now in the kind of the the meat of the schedule is just more consistent play because their schedule is backloaded with some pretty hefty teams on there. So it's all about improvement. And, and Jason Merritt's their star running back, is now back into the fold. He had a big game last week. So with him back on the field, uh, Central could be Central again. Uh, a game that uh, we talk about every year is a pretty big one, Farragut and Oak Ridge. We covered for a few minutes on Tennessee Sports Night. Thoughts there again? Right. Farragut uh, just licking its wounds from that loss to, to West in Week 2. They had a bye in week three so two weeks to prepare for oak ridge and see the 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 bad parts of oak ridge from weeks one and weeks two and see the improved oak ridge that we saw in week three with that 40 to nothing win at campbell county in which isaiah johnson kind of became a star in that game for oak ridge can he be a star against farragut and against the other teams on, on their schedule that's that's what oak ridge needs right now they haven't had that that star player that can just pop you for 150 yards receiving and a couple touchdowns or a guy ripping off 130, 140 yard games uh, out of the backfield. So Isaiah Johnson had three touchdowns in that game. He also picked off two passes. So he's going to need to come to play. Mitchell Gibbons at quarterback is going to need to come to play. Kendall Jackson at running back needs to have a hundred yard game to get him going. So we'll see what they can do against Farragut. Won't be easy. We talked about Loudon last week, had Jeff Herring on the show, Loudon three and O now. Yeah. Just cruising that game last week over Brainerd. And man, I mean, everybody keeps saying this and the the more I look at it, I believe it. I really think that Loudon has a really legitimate chance to not only win its region, but go through the three, a bracket, not easily, but I mean, it's a favorable road uh, and, and where they'll be placed in the three, a bracket to, possibly meet up with a team like Alcoa in the state semifinals. Upperman is good this year again, so they'll probably have to go through them, but this is a Loudon team that's that's big on the line. They got skill players, they got good quarterback play, they got a experienced and proven coach. So all the ingredients are there. They just got to mix it all together and, and make it good. Halls is off to a good start, 3-0. They are. Uh, first time since uh, we did a little digging since I think around either 96 or 97. 96, they went to the state final, lost, finished 14-1. and one. 
And then in 97, they went 8-2 and two in the regular season and went into the playoffs. So no definitive answer, but we know it's either 96 or 97 since their last 3-0 and start. And got a, a, a nice matchup coming up this week, and everything's kind of rolling along right now. The community believing, the community excited about football under Scott Cummings, and that's what he wanted to do. I don't, I don't know if he thought it would happen year one, but it is. It's happening now. Yeah, if you're looking for a 3-0 record, Halls has it. Yeah. <sighs> Yep. There it is. A couple minutes to go. CAK 3-0 as well. Maybe a little, This is probably a little bit unexpected. Um, the hiring of Ryan Mitten as their offensive coordinator away from Midway has really transformed this team. Uh, they're getting good quarterback play out of a young man that they didn't even know would, would probably be their quarterback this fall. Uh, they had a, a quarterback just decide to play baseball and that be it. And uh, so they had a, a kind of this... I'm not going to call him a superstar, but they they had an unexpected candidate emerge and really take the reins of the offense. And so CAK is, it's got a three or four, five wide receivers. They all have about 150 yards receiving, uh, in in terms of statistics. So just a really balanced effort out of CAK and a pretty decent defense to go with it. McMinn County, Ottawa, pretty big one this week. It is McMinn County coming off of a, of a bye week, and they have one of the more unheralded stars in Jalen Hunt, their running back, who's a, a junior now, I believe, and he's a guy that they can pound it thirty times a game with in these games against Ottawa, who's always good down in the Chattanooga area, and a, a, a big game for uh, the Cherokees to try to uh, again get a, a statement win around the state. Another one we covered before Prep Sports tonight: Anderson County, South Doyle. Yeah, South Doyle. Does not have Mason Brain. It's senior quarterback. He's going to be out probably six to eight weeks. Insert sophomore Nick Martin, a six foot three kid who still completed seven of eleven passes last week for a hundred yards. And South Doyle still putting up a lot of points, even though its leader Mason Brain uh, is on the shelf for a little bit. So talked with Elijah Young, the star running back. He said everybody's going to be trying even more, um, even even harder this week. And so we'll see if they can get that win over Anderson County. Have you covered tomorrow night with Alcoa Maryville? And, of course, uh, everything going on Friday night, each and every Friday night. You can check out the website. Subscribe. I do. 5starpreps.com is the website. On Twitter, at 5starpreps. Vol Calls is next.